0: Hi, I'm Steve Thomas. This is Cacophony. Let's dive into some great music. But first, a warning. Nostalgia isn't what it used to be. we are stepping into a world that never really existed. Last time on Cacophony, I was talking about folk music and the contrast between the overflowing joy that we hear in Eastern European stuff and the quiet but overwhelming melancholy that I hear in English music with traditional roots. And then I remembered Malcolm Arnold and his sets of orchestral dances English, Scottish, Irish, Cornish and Welsh and how Arnold can stomp and whoop and holler with the best of them. The English dances were written at the request of Malcolm Arnold's publisher, who wanted something like the Czech composer Antonín Dvořák's popular Slavonic dances. Arnold wrote the first set of four in 1950, and then another the following year because they were a big success. So there are eight, and they're all really short, and the whole thing amounts to less than 18 minutes. So we'll listen to all of them. Arnold was 30, and over the next decade he was at the height of popularity, and was, to use a grim classical music cliché, one of the most sought-after composers of his generation. Much loved for writing light music like this, and film scores for things like Bridge on the River Quai, for which he'd win an Oscar and a Grammy, despite only having 10 days in which to write the music. Where plenty of English music has a sense of pastoral nostalgia for a time long past, the English dances seem to inhabit a world that never really even existed. The brief moment in the early 50s, when things like the Festival of Britain celebrated technological advances and seemingly limitless possibilities. It's music that you can imagine as the soundtrack to a newsreel film, one of those ones in early colour where everything looks too bright and perhaps too cheerful. And this is bright, shiny music with a great sense of fun. And that huge sense of optimism suggests a world, a life that might be, rather than the one that is. The opening dance is actually quite mild in tone. It's got a gentle strolling feel to it, perhaps one on a sunny spring afternoon. The kind I really hope is just around the corner. I'm looking forward to recording these without my thickest jumper on. but the music still seems urban to me. There are features that recur in some of the other dances. The impression of bells, of churches or Westminster, and a brilliant shimmer to the orchestration, with flurries of woodwinds and little glimmering touches from triangles and tuned percussion. The Arnold orchestral swagger really gets going in the second number. In his twenties, he'd been a professional trumpeter a job from which he had now already retired to concentrate on writing. But his brass writing is fab and huge fun to play. No one quite writes rollicking horns like Malcolm Arnold, but the whole orchestra gets in there with a slice of the action. In the quieter numbers, Arnold does give us a more rural feel. The music becomes wistful and sounds a bit more like what one might expect from English folk music as I've described it. But here's the thing. It's not folk music at all. It's all original. Like Dvorak had done, there are no actual folk tunes in this music. It's all feel. Just the idea of it. So I guess my search for happy and genuine English folk music will continue. Because the dances as a whole are so short, these delicate, quiet moments of reflection are just that. Passing moments of shade in an otherwise glorious, technicolour 1950s world of brilliance and delight. Let's have a listen. Click on the links in the show notes for the complete music, and then tell me what you think. You can comment at cacophonyonline.com or send me a voice message. It's really easy. There are other things you can do by sharing the love or sharing some cash. Details in the show notes. I'm very grateful for anything you can do to help Cacophony survive and thrive. Those brief moments of cloud in the bright sunshine of the English dances do perhaps give a more accurate picture of Arnold himself. Malcolm Arnold was a difficult and troubled person, and much of his more serious music reflects this. There's a lot more to say about him, and a lot more great music to explore. We shall return to Malcolm Arnold. Come back for more next time, though not for music by him, and thanks for listening.